Good morning, traders. I'm Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Wednesday, November 8th. Stocks haven't given up their gains yet, at least as of yesterday's regular trading session. All three major indices continued their upward momentum. Yesterday, the NASDAQ rose for the eighth straight day, adding 0.9%. The S&P 500 and Dow both notched their seventh winning sessions in a row. The S&P 500 gained more than a quarter of a percent, and the Dow closed in the green at 0.17%. Bill, let's get into today's action with what is happening in the markets this morning. Hi, yes. Good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. We're up uh, 10 to 1%, uh, you know, 0.11. So, you know, it's, uh, it's positive. We're looking for a positive opening. I mean, it is flat to higher, so that's good. Key thing today is uh, our news event that's going out there is Powell's going to be uh, uh, talking today. But, you know, let's focus on what he's doing. He's scheduled to deliver opening remarks at a conference this morning. Opening remarks are not the same thing as him commenting on the economy. So I'm not expecting, I'm expecting this to be you know, um, and I'm not expecting really to say much on the path of interest rates um, or Fed or the upcoming Fed policy. Um, there's there's a host of Fed speakers out there today, others to pay attention to. A Powell speech it's worth listening to because he's Jerome Powell, but again, I don't think he's going to be saying anything uh, material uh, in his opening remarks today. Uh, later this afternoon, Disney, Walt Disney, ticker DIS, releasing earnings. That could be interesting. Uh, Democrats uh, seem to have uh, won a lot of the key races last night in those year off elections. Um, keep in mind, we got that uh, debt ceiling bill that's uh, 10 days out. Um, you know, that deadline is approaching. Um, what else? I'm looking over, you know, I'm looking over at uh, Europe. Europe went from negative to positive. You're, you're, the European markets are now higher. They were all lower. The DAX is up. Uh, 24 points uh, or 0.17 percent. The FTSE's up, uh, you know, almost five points. Uh, the CAC is up 21 points. All three of these indices were lower here uh, early this morning when the market opened up. But now we're looking over it in Asia. The Nikkei fell 0.33 percent. And I'm not, not much. Uh, Hong Kong, the Hang Seng fell 0.58 uh, percent. And uh, China, the Shanghai uh, fell 0.16 percent. Uh, you know, oil stocks were lower, which is expected because, you know, you look at oil prices and they are continuing to move lower. You look at them now, they're down one point, uh, they're down over one and a half percent. WTIs at $76.03 a barrel. $76. Wow, that's cheap. Um, you know, last month they were trading, you know, 90. You know, when you look at Brent, it's trading $80.34, down 1.56%. You know, you know, the oil dropped yesterday because of the weak economic data. You saw weak economic data out of Germany. You saw weak economic data out of China. Uh, and then the EIA came out with their oil report, which basically said that they're lowering their demand forecast for the start of 2024. These three factors combined to really push oil prices down, which is why you saw oil drop 4% yesterday. And then on top of that, after the close, 
the API, American Petroleum Institute, they released their stockpile data, which showed a large inventory build. That's not good for oil prices. So, you know, that's why you're seeing oil prices fall down a little bit more this morning. Now, normally, you know, people wait for the EIA report, the Energy Information Administration's report that typically comes out at 1030 in the morning uh, on Wednesdays. But this report's being delayed by a week. Um, apparently, they're doing system upgrades, so there's no EIA report. So, yeah, um, we're watching oil tick lower. I, at these levels, uh, you know, you've got to start considering a turnaround because I don't know if it can go much lower, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, what happens. But that's what I have for you for a morning market update, uh, Emily. And Bill, there's plenty to be watching, as there is really every trading day. And you, know, you give us an overview, and then we have a number of details to get through. You did mention some Fed speak we're going to get to in just a moment when we cover economic events. But before we get there, we're going to turn to earnings action. Bill, what is going on in terms of earnings action today? Yeah, we, we have a lot of uh, earnings action today, I will tell you. Um, you know, last night after the close, uh, Ryvan, uh, you know, released their earnings. These guys beat by 14 cents on higher revenue. You look at the stock, it's up, uh, you know, 8.21%. That, that was a nice report. Uh, eBay, ticker EBAY, they beat by three cents, and they only met on revenue expectations, and their guidance wasn't great. Uh, that stock's down 7.65% this morning. Uh, then you're looking at uh, Biogen, ticker BIIB. Boy, India, India, boy, they beat by 37 cents on higher revenue uh, Biogen's trading down a dollar. Um, it's it's uh, back and forth. I, I didn't like the guidance that they gave here at Biogen. Um, and let's talk Clear Secure. You know, this is ticker YOU, uh, Yellow Oscar Uncle. These guys beat by eleven cents on higher revenue. It was a nice report. You look at you look at the stock this morning, and uh, you know it's up seventeen point three four percent. So Clear Secure delivered a nice, stunning beat. Uh, 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 on earnings. Upcoming, you know, this afternoon, the big one is Walt Disney, ticker DIS, David India Sam, EPS is 69 cents, expected move is 6.35%. Uh, take two, uh, TTWO, Tom Tom, William Oscar, their EPS is a dollar four. Um, expected move here is 6.49%. But I got to tell you, this stock is running this morning. It's already up 9.27% because they have this video game that's apparently is a really big seller that a lot of kids buy, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, GTA, I guess it's called. Um, and the rumor is that they could be releasing a new revision to that uh, uh, important game uh, this week. So, you know, that stock is rallying on that news. It's all about the games. Um, and then we have uh, App Love and ticker APP, Apple Paul Paul. They're releasing earnings this afternoon. Their EPS is 27 cents. The expected move here is 15.85% when they release this afternoon, Emily. Bill, you're keeping track of all of those things and you're keeping track of the economic events today. You did mention that Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is making opening remarks today. And there's a bunch of other Fed speak. So let's dive into all the economic events for the day. Well, let's see, you know, this morning uh, 5 a, at 5.15 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, Lisa, Gov Fed Governor Lisa Cook was uh, speaking, and she was talking about a worsening geopolitical tensions, including those involved in, in Russia and the Middle East and China, could trigger negative spillover to the global markets, including higher inflation. You know, at 9.15, we'll get at those opening remarks uh, from, uh, from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. People will be paying attention to it. That's, uh, you know, 15 minutes before the market opens. Then at 1.40 p.m., we're going to hear from New York Fed Bank President John Williams. At 2 p.m., we're going to hear from uh, 
uh, Vice President of Supervision and Fed Bank Governor Michael Barr. And then at 4.45 p.m., we're going to be hearing from Fed Governor uh, Philip Jefferson. I, I, I think Chicago Fed Bank President Austin Goolsby is also speaking around 10 a.m. this morning, but I just got to confirm that. Uh, but that's, you know, uh, that's what I have for you in terms of Fed speak going on today, Emily. And Bill, now we're going to get to the day's other market moving news, information and data that comes out of different sectors and segments that come from things like guidance news, shareholders meetings. You also group some of your stocks together, like your FANG stocks, your Dow 30 stocks. This way you can watch trends ahead of any given trading day and really watch everything as it comes in so you feel prepared for the trading day ahead. So Bill, what else do you see is possibly moving the markets today? You know, I'm, I'm looking at the data check this morning. I'm looking at my Dow stocks. You know, I'm seeing, you know, 14 higher, eight lower, the rest unchanged. It's really a lackluster morning. Um, you know, oil's trading lower. Guess what? Airline stocks are trading higher again. Auto stocks, you're seeing some uh, nice gains here this morning. Um, you know, ticker LI, uh, Lee Auto, uh, they're releasing earnings after the close, but the stock's down 3.38%. There's concerns here about um the profitability there's a lot of layoffs going on in that business and there's a lot of uh um you know uh price cuts going on even though the ev vehicle sales for li have been increasing uh month after month for the last three months so uh, we gotta wait for those earnings to come out uh banks are, are mixed to higher we're looking at the drug stocks you know seeing some you know positive activity in the drug stocks that's good to see um what else do we see? The, 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 the casino stocks look like they're gaining. Okay, semiconductors are showing some positive activity. So yeah, it looks good. Let's talk about some of the news uh, behind the tape. And we're talking Amazon. Amazon's introducing a compelling new um, healthcare benefit for Prime members, $9 a month. Very interesting. Got to look into that. Uh, then we're talking Google, ticker G-O-O-G. Um, Google and the and you know various uh, European Union telecom groups are pushing to uh, they're pushing regulators to deem Apple's iMessage as a core service. Now, if, if you know the the regulators agree with them, then Apple's going to have make you know be required to make their messaging system compatible with competitors. Uh, Apple doesn't want to do it, but I can see why somebody like Google and Meta would want this done. Um, Meta Platform, sticker META, they're going to be requiring advertisers to disclose AI use in political ads. Uh, Tesla, ticker TSLA, there's a news report out there that says the Brit you know, Great Britain is going, to say, is going to make automakers liable for self-driving crashes, not the owners. Ooh, that forces the liability on the auto manufacturers. That could be interesting and maybe something, a wave of uh, things to come. Okay, let's talk Dow Jones 30 stocks. Goldman Sachs is continuing its exit from consumer lending. They're planning on selling their uh, GM credit card business. I also see that, uh, you know, GM is out there, you know, saying, hey, you know what? This IPO market could recover in 2024, especially if the Fed cuts rates. This is what they, they're saying. You know what? The IPO market is a big source of revenue for Goldman Sachs. Uh, so that, that would be, that's key if they get that business back on track. Uh, JP Morgan, uh, ticker JPM, John Paul Mary, they're due, you know, they're out there saying due to increased capital requirements, they're selling these synthetic risk transfers. Um, these instruments, they're derivatives, but they're, they're, it's a lot cheaper to sell these uh, risk transfer agreements rather than to continue to raise capital requirements. So that's what, uh, you know, for some of these big banks are doing. Uh, Salesforce CRM, Charlie Richard Mary, CEO, comes out and says Salesforce's uh, Dreamforce conference is going to stay in San Francisco for 2024. We'll see about it in the future, though. Um, moving on into guidance news. We've got a lot of guidance news. We're talking LZ, Larry Zebra. This is LegalZoom. 
Uh, they're seeing full year 2023 revenue coming in 657 to 659. Street estimate was at 648, big uptick. eBay, I told you their guidance wasn't great. They see Q4 adjusted EPS coming in $1 to $1.05. Street estimates $1.05. That's high. Uh, ticker DVA, David Victor Apple, that's DVIDIA. They they raised their full year 2023 adjusted EPSU to $7.88.30. Street estimate was $7.21. Nice uptick. Uh, Gilead, ticker GILD, Grace India, Larry David, they raised their full year 2023 EPSU to $6.65 to $6.85. Street estimate was $6.25. Big uptick. Uh, Biogen lowered their uh, uh, 2023 adjusted EPSU, $14.50 to $15. Street was coming in at $15.29. That's a downtick. Uh, and sleep number beds, ticker SNBR, Sam, Nancy, Boy, Richard. Man, the, the, this this one's really taking a hit this morning. SN, uh, SNRB, stocks tra trading lower. Stock, S, you know, stocks lower by about 25% this morning. They see Q4 each uh, and uh, full year 2023 revenue down to the low double digits. Companies saying industry demand is weakening. Um, they're very surprised this quarter, but they, you know stocks have you know selling off hard. We're talking shareholder meetings going on today. Siri, uh, ticker S I R S I R I. Sam India, Richard India. They're having an investors meeting today that starts at 11 a.m. Talking buyback near news. Ticker Y O U. Yellow, Oscar, Uncle. This is clear, secure. They announced uh, $100 million increase to their stock buyback program. Uh, and then we're talking catalyst uh, calls. Uh, Citibank opened up a 90-day positive catalyst watch on MNDY. Michael, Nancy, David, Yellow. This is Monday.com, and they're doing this into earnings. So, yeah, a lot of positive news hitting the tape uh, this morning, Emily. Uh, but that's what I have for you uh, this morning. This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual, it's market moving, and our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that Professional Newswire delivers. We've now made it to that time of the show for the trade at talk pick of the day. Bill, what is your pick of the day today? Going with Apple Oven, ticker APP, Apple Paul Paul. Earnings are up this afternoon. EPS uh, is at 27 cents. Expected move is 15.85%. Look at yesterday's option data on the call side. He has 6,342 calls versus 4,428 puts. Open interest, 64,929 to 27,138. That's two to one. That's nice to see. Major brokers are liking the stock. I'm seeing buy ratings. I'm seeing price target increases. And last quarter, they delivered a real strong beat and uh, guidance raise. So yeah, I'm 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 liking uh, where these guys stand. You know, I'm, I want to, you know, as far as an entry price, listen, I, I want to get in 41 ish, the 41 area. You know, the stock's trading 41 to 41.45 right now. I, I mean, it could even drop below 41. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm going to be cautious here, but I have to get in, you know, or around that low 41 area or lower. Um, it could even drop to 40, but I don't think it'll drop that low because I think the, I think the momentum is positive going into this. You know, you look at that option data, you got to be, you know, positive on it. You look at those broker ratings, got to be positive. Um, so yeah, that's my pick of the day. App Love and Picker, APP, Apple Paul Paul, uh, around $41 uh, this morning, Emily. 
app loving it is today, Bill, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. They're using the data at hand. So we will see tomorrow how that works out. And coming up, we're going to do a check-in on yesterday's pick of the day to see how that went. Before we do that, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our Hot Off the Press segment. Bill, take it away. Ticker JNVR, uh, John, Nancy, Victor, Richard, Jan over enter strategic referral partnership with La Rasa Holdings. That's ticker LRHC. ADP, Apple David Paul increases its dividend 12% to $1.40. Zscaler, ticker ZS, Zebra Sam announces advancements to zero trust exchange platform. Ford, uh, Chicago's planned UAW workers vote to ratify deal with automaker. Under Armour, ticker UA, uh, they raise their annual gross margin forecast as the company benefits uh, from uh, freight and raw material costs. It keeps a tight lid on expenses. Bumble, ticker BMBL, yeah, they, they, they deliver the fourth quarter revenue below Wall Street's estimates. Uh, stocks down hard. Robinhood, ticker HOOD, the company missed uh, estimates uh, for third quarter yesterday, uh, weighing by a slowdown in trading activity. Saw that coming. Uh, WBD, Warner Brothers, uh, they, they met uh, estimates for quarterly revenue. Um, it was really helped by Barbie uh, to offset the sluggish advertising market. It looks like the General Motors Cruise is recalling 950 driverless cars from the roads in the United States uh, following an accident uh, in one of its robo-taxis. Paramount Global uh, asked the California court to throw out a lawsuit claiming that the 2022 blockbuster Top Gun Maverick violated a copy uh, right belonging to uh, the heirs of a reporter. RVMD was holding the shareholders meeting today at 11 a.m. That's what I'm seeing this morning, Emily. Okay, Bill, before we sign off today, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day, which was Flywire. Yesterday after the close, Flywire reported Q3 EPS of $0.08. Cents. The consensus here had been $0.10. Cents. They did report a Q3 revenue of one. $123.32 million. That was above the consensus of $121.83 million. In terms of guidance, Flywire sees Q4 revenue from $91.5 million to $96.5 million. That is well above the consensus of $89.3 million. They narrowed their full year 2023 revenue view to 394.1 million to 399.3 million. And that is still above the consensus of 385.17 million. The company also announced they acquired StudyLink. The terms weren't disclosed. StudyLink is a provider of international student admissions application and agent management software serving universities throughout Australia. You know, not a terrible report there, Bill. You were trying to play this one ahead of earnings yesterday. So how did your call work out? You know, listen, if you held it into earnings, it wasn't good. But, you know, trading into earnings, it it was, you know, it had the move that we were looking for. I mean, listen, the stock opened up at $27.38, quickly ran to $28.15. Boom, it's right there. But, you know, but it didn't hold. It did not hold, and then it fell back down. I mean, it fell all the way down to $27.12. Now, I was trying to get in at $27.00 right underneath the bid and this happened a couple of times yesterday and it just i just couldn't get filled but you know next thing you know the stock's trading 2768 because that's where it closed um you know they, there's your one percent it was there 
uh, for the taking, but uh, you know uh, that that earnings report. Nobody was expecting that uh, um, them to buy out another company. That's the reason why the stock's trading off this morning. I see Citibank is out there saying it should be bought on the weakness. Listen, uh, I did get a trade off yesterday in Flywire. I tried two or three times, uh, but I couldn't get filled. But uh, you know, it did work out. If I would have just paid up two cents, I would have. I would have been. I would have made my money, but uh, you know, I was sticking to my guns yesterday. But uh, the trade did show the one percent gain. Um, you know, the, from the point we were looking at uh, yesterday, Emily. A chance for a game there, Bill, and we will check in with you tomorrow about today's app loving pick of the day. Bill, thank you as always for your expert insight. Join us back here tomorrow and each weekday morning at Newswear's Trade Talk when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.